Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 10.03 here in New Zealand. Uh, it's a good deal earlier uh, where we're heading now. After a well-deserved rest over the bye week, the Warriors will be raring to go tonight. Uh, against the resurgent Titans outfit who put on an impressive showing in a win against the Cowboys last week. The two clubs will be playing for the Zai Wallace Shield, named after the young Kiwi who played alongside some of the stars of today at the Titans before prematurely passing away at the age of 20. Clinton Torpy has a special connection with both clubs, having played with the Warriors back in the glory days of the early 2000s and then going on to finish his career with the Titans in 2011. He's on the line now with us this morning from the Gold Coast, and it's a great pleasure to welcome Clinton into the show. Good morning, mate. Oh, morning, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes, great um, to have you on, Clinton. Yeah, it is a trip down memory lane for you, and I would imagine there'll be quite a decent atmosphere on the back of uh, the Titans' good performance last week and the fact that it's the Warriors in the Gold Coast. Yeah, look, it's, um, you know, I think it's probably the third biggest city for Kiwis, so, you know, they'll be coming out in force. You'll be seeing all the Warriors jerseys all over the place. Even with my time when I was at the Titans, and I used to get a bit of a... A bit of a fright coming out sometimes because it, it seemed like it was a Warriors home game. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and and of course the the reason why there will be a bit of hype this year for Warriors fans in Australia is mate they're in the top four and looking to stay there. Yeah, look, they're playing some really decent footy, and it's it's not boring or or, or anything. They're just really effective in the one percenters and. You know, some players are playing some top footy and it's it's exciting. And I know that, you know, just from bumping into people all over the place, whether that's um, here or across the state or, um, you know, other cities, they're, they're just proud of what the players are doing. And they're, they're just excited. They've been waiting a long time. There's been a lot of ups and downs over the years, you know, since the successes of uh, the time with Ivan Cleary and, and with um, Daniel Anderson. And those, it's been a long time, so I think it's, it's timely that these boys are there and they've earned their right to be there. And I think, you know, with the commentators, it's time for them to stop saying, oh, we're not used to this. It's about saying they're the real deal. So, Clinton, uh, you were part of those uh, successful days uh, back in uh, the early 2000s uh, at Warriors headquarters. Can you draw any parallels to what you're seeing now to perhaps the spirit and the combinations you had back in those days? Yeah, look, definitely the spirit and the connection was there. Look, even as small as uh, a couple of months ago, um, look, I've been living here for 13 years and, you know, you always get those old boys reunions back home, but I actually got invited by Webster and their team, uh, Dan Floyd and them, to come up and join them with our families. You know, all the players that are here, former players to come up and join them to watch their captains run, as well as join them for lunch and... I just actually felt that really warmth there. It was a nice vibe there. Everyone was seemed at, at it's crazy, it's crazy, but it seemed like they were well balanced and at peace. And um, I just really enjoyed 
that environment, and that's you know something special we had back in our days. I guess the thing that they're doing a lot better is their completions, right? The, the completions in comparison to what we were doing. I think we were playing that a lot more flam point. You know, I'm not trying to say that with a big head. I think our, the way we were playing and training with back then was uh, exploiting the, the skill set that we naturally grew up with. And that's the great thing, the, the fundamentals that Daniel Anderson taught us. But I think Webster's got that... I guess he's even fine-tuned the balance of, um, you know, bringing out a, a style that is really working well for the for the Warriors and, and, and all the players that are in there. Everyone's, you know, even from the players that have come overseas, from from over here, they've really brought in. And, and I just love the way that they're doing it with, with relentlessness. If you look at the, this uh, Warrior squad as well, um, there's a real obvious um, side of it that people want to stay, they want to play whereas opposed to last year we were thinking do they actually want to be out there uh, and we, we look at the players that um, have been re-signed and I'm looking at a key area that you know all about and that's the quarters to centres area where Rocco Berry is there, Adam Pompey's just re-signed that combination seems to be uh, knitting together very well and then of course you've got the, the Roger Tuavasa Sheck uh, side of things to perhaps add to it next year yeah, look, it's exciting times, and I've always been a fan of uh, Rocco Berry and, um, you know, the centre pairings that they've got there. I think it's probably similar to, <clears throat> you know, the centre pairing we had. We had, uh, you know, myself and Vinny Anderson, myself and John Carlo. Um, you know, we had depth and we had good options. So um, it's just exciting to see that, you know, we've got some strike power across, you know, across the park. And it was only a matter of time. I think I even messaged Rocco and, and sort of told him that I'm, I'm excited about, you know, what he can do. This is going back even, you know, in the earlier days um, when he started uh, with the Warriors. So, I'm, I'm, you know, he's only going to get better. And the way he's playing, he's just finding his confidence. His defensive reads have been really sound. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to what these guys are going to produce tomorrow night, especially like what you're saying after... Uh, refreshed by and, and, and the week off. How do they match up then uh, if you look at the back line of the Titans? Uh, of course, very familiar face and Kieran Foran there at six. They've got uh, Tana Boyd at seven. But the centre pairing of Brian Kelly and Aaron Shoup. Yeah, look, I, I feel like we're, with the threats that they're going to be coming, because Foran, he ain't no slouch. He's a seasoned campaigner. He's probably... You know, in his prime would have been one of the best in the game, uh, if not the best. So I think what these boys have got to do is just trust their defensive systems. And, you know, generally, as a centre, if they dig deep into the line, which they're more than likely going to do with David Fafida on that left side, then you've got to shut down the back door as quick as you can. Um, I think when you're second-guessing yourself and go outside of your defensive structure systems, course um, you'll you'll get exposed and like I said with the quality of players even like Brian Kelly and the guys like that that can you know can show you up they've got more to their to their tool belts than uh, most centers he can step he can fend he can grab he's, he's got it all so they've got to be on the game but like I said I just draw back to how their defense have been all year you know they've been trusting the system they know what works for them working as a unit 
Uh, and that's that's the key to, you know, shutting down and defending what's going to be a dynamite kind of um, confrontation. Clinton, uh, we've been very impressed with uh, Sean Johnson's season. I would imagine that you have as well. Uh, but also the combination now, which is really starting to bed in between he and Luke Metcalf. Yeah, look, he's at the top of his game. It's, you know, the old saying, like a fine wine, you only get better as the older he is and, and with age. And I think that's been him to a T. And I think, and look, I don't know this for sure, but it just seems like Webster's un- unlocked... Um, you know, the talent that he was, but not just that talent of that's always been there, but the consistency of his game and giving. I feel like he's challenged him. You know, I don't think many coaches, look, I don't know this for sure, but it seems like Webbs has properly challenged him. You know, like sometimes when you're a player like Sean Johnson, there's not too much a coach can really say to you unless you've got a Wayne Bennett in your in your, in your ranks, uh, you know, where you would admire... Um, you know, chat like that coming from a, a sword of a, of a coach. And I just recall back to, and I'm going a bit off track here, but when I was in the Kiwis and we had Wayne Bennett, I think it was the 100-year celebration, and I think Stace flew out of line and he, and he stuffed up. And um, Wayne Bennett just came over and drilled him. All of us players were all looking around at each other going, holy hell, he just told Stacey off. Wayne just told Stacey off. And we've never seen that before, you know? Not to that extent. And um, one of the beautiful things was Stacey actually respected him more than, um, you know, had he didn't because he was challenged. And, and that's where I go back to, you know, maybe that's what Webster's done with Sean Johnson is that he's challenged him, a player of his stature, a player that's, you know, got a couple of golden boots, what more can you tell a, a player of that caliber? But I feel like the, the mutual respect, the challenging of that player or of Johnson has you know, brought out something that you know, so many players, even himself, has been waiting for. So it's exciting to see as a, as a, as a supporter, as an avid fan, and just, just loving what he's doing with the team and that combination with the young fella who's you know, found his feet. I know we've gone through a couple of sixes there, but he seems to have held his own and given him that balance that he needs in the, in the half. Any pack, uh, Clinton, which includes a, a David Fafita, uh, is going to be tough to get on top of, but uh, the Warriors have been strong in that area and uh, they look very strong tonight. And even off the, the bench, the interchange looks very solid with uh, Dylan Walker, Bunty Afoa there. Um, and, of course, you've got uh, Tohu Harris leading them on the park. So the packs tonight, how do you see them matching up? Yeah, look, um, like like you said, we've we've got quality across the park, and and the Warriors with Tohu Harris playing some fine footy, even though he looks like he's strapped up and holding himself in there, he still seems to get through a ton of work. And uh, Bunty, he just always um, he's got no handbrake in him. He's always on the front foot. He brings that power, you know, a bit like Jerry Sisu back in the day. And then you've got Dylan Walker, who's sort of exploiting all the weaknesses. He can play many positions, not just hooker. He can play half. He can play anywhere in the outside back. So I think he brings that spring and that unknown off the bench. And, uh, you know, what, what's been good is Webster's given them, you know, the keys to unlock a lot of that, which is 
which suits the style of play when you're coming off a back, um, off the back of a solid, I guess, the foundation of what you know, um, Tohu and those boys are doing. But like like you said, you got David Fafida on the other side and uh, Tina Fusmolawi coming off uh, a great campaign within the the Maroons. So they'll be looking to you know lead the lead these boys into you know, a win at home and, and a big one and an important one. So we're all playing for some some important two points, you know, one to stay in the top four to get a home semi and one to actually stay in the top eight or, or work to get back in the eight. So it's going to be a firecracker and what better way on a Friday night on the, on the Gold Coast. I think the boys will be excited and, you know, both teams will be up for it. So, Clinton, just, just overall, um, you know what it takes to, to uh, advance a long way in finals footy. Do you see this Warriors outfit now and what you're seeing, do you see them going really deep in this competition? Yeah, 100%. Like, there's, there's no reason not to. And like I, like I said before, it's, you know, this team is the real deal. And uh, people, uh, I hear people, you know, flaunting that saying it's our year but I don't think we've ever confidently been in a position to say that it was always with sarcasm but you look at the track record of the way these boys have you know dug deep and defended games and have come back from games and you know that takes a bit of willpower and a bit of trust in you know each other and and the coaches game plans and and what they've built over these um not 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 just this year, but you got to think going back deep into their preseason. Uh, I've got a bit of insight through Tane, who was uh, at the rookie camps this year, and he touched on the the, the training methods, the the psyche, the, uh, the the mental toughness that they've created within a short amount of time is something that those boys have been clutching onto and 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 have started believing. You know, and belief is a big thing. And that's what it's done to every supporter across the country, uh, across the world that, you know, that have always been avid Warrior supporters and have been wanting. Mm. I bumped into this lady yesterday who um, has been supporting the Warriors for so long. She even mentioned that this is this is our year and she's excited about how they're, they're, they're going. So, um, you know, from a supporter, from an ex-player, it's, ex- it's exciting for the club. Uh, Clinton, just finally, uh, people texting in and um, wanting to know what Clinton Torpy's up to of late. Uh, we understand you're the state of mind program manager for the NRL. So, uh, what are, what are you actually doing these days? A lot of interest from home. Yeah, look, you know, sadly, unfortunately, my role came about due to the suicides that happened in our game and in and around our game, and you know, the powerful thing the game can do is you know have, have have an impact on social issues and suicide mental health is one of them and I've been fortunate enough to uh, get trained up and, and and be a part of a special program that allows us to go out into grassroots rugby league clubs uh, primary schools high schools and have conversations around mental health and well-being I've been a part of it for a good good load of five years now and I sort of work my way up. I'm still sort of <laughs> learning how to get my A into G with, um, you know, being manager. But I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for 
my general manager give me the opportunity. But what we are able to do is utilize the games, you know, the games platform to, I guess, raise awareness, create leaders, um, you know, encourage help-seeking behaviors, all these things that are, are still stigmatized in our community, you know, even asking just for help, um, even knowing where to go to, you know, the normalizing of, you know, counselors, like people are ashamed still. And, and that's what my work is, and that's how I get to go out and, and have an impact. You know, I still have things and struggles of my own, but, you know, that's where I connect with our community when I get to get out there into our, our, our rugby league clubs as I share my story and, and connect in with our expert partners. You know, we've you, you've known a couple, which is Lifeline. Uh, we've got Kids Helpline here, and we... We normalise what those services are. We encourage them to go there, and um, you know that's why I love what I do. And I know that you know back home we this this program would flourish alongside the, the amazing work that you know guys are doing back home. You know, you think of Mike King and the stuff that they're doing. You know, we would love to sort of get back home and train up our players or former players to go out and deliver this program because it's a special thing and it's a it's amazing uh, program to be a part of. You know, it helps save lives. It helps change the narrative of mental health in our communities and we've still got a long way to go. But that's my role and, the, and I've loved every part of it and I'm on my way in there now before I get the whip cracked from my boss, uh, Steve Meredith. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic, Clinton. Honestly, uh, that's great. Great to hear um, that you're giving back and uh, to a very crucial area of the community as well. Uh, and people at home uh, respect you for that uh, greatly. Enjoy the, enjoy the reunion as such uh, of uh, the Warriors and the Titans uh, this weekend. And thanks so much for your time. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, likewise. And thank you. Take care. Cheers, uh, Clinton Torpy there out of the Gold Coast, folks. Uh, and wasn't that uh, quite poignant to listen to, to the kind of work that he's involved in now, uh, giving back to a really uh, vital area of society, just not uh, the game of rugby league. Fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Uh, and picking the Warriors too, I think, just by the by. 10-21. Uh,